0: Namaste. Jai Shivai. Let's talk about what's the difference between materialism and spirituality? Where one ends, the other starts, or are they both going? Are they both the parallel kind of a path? How come they are? What's the difference, and how come one? Achieves a success, the other ends up in disaster. <laughs> so, the thing is that there are three types of suffering. Okay, first one is let's start with Adi Daivik. The Sanskrit term for it is Adi Daivik. Adi is something that has not been a suffering. That is essentially has not been caused by you directly. Okay. Instead it has been caused by some natural disaster has happened. A lot of people suffer uh, hurricane or cyclone. A lot of people suffer flood or fire happens in their life in their house or bushfire somewhere. So, some or the really bad storm and uh, there is flood everywhere. So, people suffer these things, natural disasters. So, all kinds of natural disaster as well as a lot of people suffer the being possessed by some other spirit or some other bad thing, bad stuff. So, spirit possession kind of stuff and... uh, ghost stuff, haunted houses, some people consistently go to a house and they, they don't even know that it was haunted, but there is a very special people, those who will go and live there. Not everybody gets that kind of a house, <laughs> even when they are looking for. So you see these kind of things which are not directly caused by you, which are In lot of things, in lot of ways, you can say that they are out of your control. You don't control them. Natural disasters that are happening, you have no control over them. Yet, you may suffer them, right? So that kind of a suffering, nobody wants that kind of a suffering. So people try to live at safe places, right? Build safe houses. Um, They are careful and mindful about uh, fire here and there. People have smoke alarms in the house. So we are trying to save ourselves from if there is a bad weather or a storm warning, people don't drive because they are trying to save themselves from the Adi Daivak kind of suffering. And a lot of effort is made. You you, you buy your house insurance. For what purpose? Same thing, right? You don't want your house to be uh, wrecked by hurricane or... Cyclone, or you don't want your house to be on fire, you don't want your house uh, stuff to be stolen, so you take house insurance. And you know, if you are living in a flood area, then there is a flood insurance, if you are living in a bush fire area, then there is a, a special fire insurance on top of that. So, you, why are you doing all these things? Flights are cancelled, you don't travel, and you stay at home when it's hail or storm or anything. Lightning or anything bad that is happening outside because we all want to save ourselves from Adi Daivik kind of Dukhas, Adi Daivik kind of suffering. This is first level of suffering. Second kind of suffering is Adi Bhotik suffering. Adi Bhotik suffering is the suffering of physical body but which has not caused by nature or some unforeseen forces. Instead has been caused to you by another conscious person. Another conscious being. Not just human being. If a lion comes and eats you, if a dog comes and bites you, that's a adhi suffering. If a snake bites happen or if some fire ants bite you, or spider bites you or another human being hits you uh, tries to poke you or do something bad to you even sleeping uh, sorry slapping or actually people those people some people rape and do dirty kind of things all that is considered as adi bhotic suffering nobody wants that kind of a suffering so if people try to save themselves from they don't get into the fights right nobody wants to visit the areas sorry areas where thugs are living goons are living nobody wants to take buy a house in such an area nobody wants to visit places like jail even to meet a relative somebody's i have seen people those who have the somebody from their house has gone to the prison they did something bad and they did some criminal act and they went to prison. People from the house, they stopped going and meeting them. Why? Nobody wants to be around anything that even gives a little bit of idea or little bit of even hint about adibhautic kind of a suffering. You won't go and put your foot right where the snake's den is <laughs> or a lion's den is or where the Fire ants are there. You won't go and do such things. Where there are lots of spider. you won't give your hand right there. Right? You save yourself. And you try to avoid physically getting into fight with somebody. Right? You avoid such situations. A lot of females, a lot of people, when they are living in the foreign countries, they usually don't go out when it's dark. Period. They will, if they go out, then they will go out in a group. Instead of going alone. What, what are we trying to save ourselves from? We are trying to save ourselves from adi bhautik kind of dukkha, bhautik kind of suffering. Nobody wants that kind of a suffering. So that's the second kind of suffering that we all try to save ourselves from, right? Third type of suffering is adhyatmic suffering. Now here, nobody else is responsible. You are giving that suffering to yourself. How? Somebody said something to you, You, your ego took a hit and now you are churning it inside your brain over and over again, over and over again. You are thinking about it and you are suffering it. It may be giving anger to you. It may be giving sadness to you. It may be giving some kind of other grief to you. It may be then you will hold a grudge against that person and then you will hold dvesha against that person in some form. You may become so angry That you will start raging into anger. Or somebody somebody said something to you and you became fearful. So all the negative emotions that you are. The way you are reacting to the situations around you. To the people around you. Regardless of what they have done, what they have said and what they are doing to you. What you are creating within you is 100% your responsibility. And that is called as Adhyatmic Dukkha. A lot of people these days, nobody is poking them from outside. There is no haunted house. Ghosts even don't have a place to live these days. (laughs) Spirits are all gone. (laughs) They are not easy to find these days. The spirits, the places like that where the spirits would convene for something good or bad. It depends, right? So, world is just full of all human beings and... Adhyatmic Dukha um, is the only Dukha which they are suffering. Most of the human beings are only suffering Adhyatmic Dukha. The, fi- the houses have been, the fire, the flood and all these things have been prevented in all, most of the areas in the world in a bigger way. And hurricanes, cyclones, there are enough weather forecasts, enough warning time and stuff. And if you are sane, you know, you will stay home. So you can save for a lot of people have never seen flood in their life. A lot of people have never seen hurricane in their life. A lot of people have never seen bushfires or the forest fires in their life, right? They may have seen it on the TV, in the movies, but they have not actually never have been evacuated from those areas in their life. So, the world, all these things the Adhyatmik Dukkha, the Adi Bhotic Dukkha, and Adi Daivik Dukkha, all those, these two types of Dukkhas have been taken care of from a large. The law enforcement is very good, and uh, especially in the Western countries, law, law enforcement is good enough that not everybody gets hit by a thug or a goon or a local bad person or any criminal or anything. So, It's not that that big of a problem. Major problem is people suffering their own emotions. People giving themselves some suffering. So now, forget about spiritual people separately and let's just think of everybody as a human being, right? So all human beings are trying to remove, trying to prevent themselves from these three types of sufferings. Isn't it? And when those who are trying to remove that suffering at Adhyatmic level. We all know that how can you remove adi daivik suffering. That you listen to weather forecast and you stay mindfully. You are mindful of fire. Making fires outside and in your backyard in the forest. You are mindful about that and how to save yourself from flood and if this happens that happens you very well know how to keep emergency kit and save yourself from that haunted houses and these kind of places yes you have no control over that and once you get into that that's a different story but you do not want that to happen so we all know basically what can be done even for the adi bhautek dukkha, there are medicines these days that if something you you cut your body you need a pencil and or you need some other antibiotic or some other disease it can be a lot largely things can be fixed surgeons can fix a lot of things surgeries can fix a lot of things in you so Adi Bhautik Dukha is also fine medicines work modern medicine is helpful and then if not then you have Ayurveda and other medicines that you can take and they'll fix you so Adi Bhautik has been taken care of but when it comes to Adhyatmic Dukha People try to think that when the ego gets a hit, when emotions start raging in people, what do they want basically? They try to remove it. And how will they remove it? What comes to their mind is, only if I had that much money, I will not, I won't have, I wouldn't have faced this situation. Only if I had power and authority, I wouldn't have faced that situation. Only if I had more respect in the community or more authority in this business or in this office or in this corporate world I would have fixed this thing when you get over that power money sex sleep food when all these are covered then the adhyatmic dukha is oh, only if I loved somebody and somebody else loved me back and the same person loved me back so you see at ad- removing adhyatmic dukha is going into these kind of levels So then life becomes all about love, finding partner, dating and trying to find a life partner because they will remove that kind of dukkha in you, right? You're trying to save yourself from that kind of adhukha. And even when they find the partner, after two years, if they marry or do whatever, after two years, they are back to zero again, back to square one again. And then they start thinking, oh, she or he doesn't love me anymore. It's all about kids. It's all about house. It's all about family. It's always about something else than me. We don't have love anymore. Then they start seeking. Again, they are seeking love. But they start seeking outside marriage, outside relationship or some other partner or some other thing. If even that doesn't work, then people go for drugs, go for uh, alcohol or some other kind of nonsense, crazy thing. What are they looking for? Does it ever ends? Where does it ends? Even if you find the most loving partner in the world, the moment you convert it into a relationship, it's gone. It turns bad. It turns sour. And if even if it doesn't, then there is an everyday emotional story, right? I won't eat without you. Why have you eaten without me? Why? Where did you go? Why didn't you call me? You didn't even wish me birthday. You forgot that today was our anniversary. This and that. And the story goes on. Only these three three dukkhas, everybody is trying to remove. A difference, this is, and in the ways that people are trying to remove these three dukkhas, when it's the way, the way I explained to you right now, is that it's the materialism way, material way, that you look for power, money, sex, food, sleep initially, to remove all your dukkhas. You look for authority. You look for respect. You want to command. Your ego should be satisfied. And then you look for money, more money, more money, more money, more houses, more cars, more resources. Then you look for better sex from this person, from that person, from this way and that way. And then finally you look for you want good food. You want to eat 10 dishes. You don't even know your intestines are crying. Your stomach is crying when you eat that many dishes. You are confusing your physical body, but no, because your ego feels rich when you do that, right? When you are drinking a really nice water, very, very pure water from some fountain that the bottle says, then you feel rich about it. So you try to get all these things initially. Sleep, when you are able to sleep on the very costly mattress and a bed, it feels, wow, now I'm rich. So ego feels satisfied. How, however but you are able to sleep on that or whether you sleep, in, sleep on it using the sleeping pills, that's a different story. But this is how far the story goes. And once this is over, then it becomes love story. When love is over and then the marriage happens and kids happen, love story is over. And then again, there is still an emptiness within. When all this is done, all your worldly chase is over someday it will be over. In some lifetime it will be over. Uh, For a lot of people it's not going to be over in this lifetime. It may be next, it may be next, it may be next, thousand years later, doesn't matter. But someday you will understand that no matter what you do, no matter whichever material path you took, whether it was a path of being a solo person, enjoying life, freaking out, going here, going there, having this partner for that many days and changing the partner by the moon or by the calendar, all that is over. Or going via the very traditional route of, okay, marriage, kids, old age, this and that. Someday you will realize that no matter what you did, that void within, that emptiness within, that suffering, adhyatmic suffering, within, never goes away. No matter what you do, it doesn't go away. It doesn't leave you alone. Even your loving partner is with you, living under one roof. Still, you are not able to feel him or her. You are not able to see him or her. Because you are empty within. Their one mistake Looks like something very big, very big scene to you. Suddenly your love vanishes, converts into insecurity or anger or rage or fear or fear of loss or something. It converts into. So when that material chase towards the day, a person realizes that nothing can fill that emptiness within. Nothing can fill that void within. That's the day a person starts walking a spiritual journey. Journey of, then that's when the big questions start arising in you. That's the start of a spirituality. When you start to know, when you want to know real bad, the reason for that void. Who even you are truly. Why this whole world was even created. Why anything came into existence? Why you came into existence? These big questions comes only when your material chase comes to an end. When you have a very good idea, that nothing works. This samsara, this material chase, this materialism does not work. No matter how much money you have, it's not going to give you peace. No matter how much better bed you have, how costly bed you have, it's not going to give you sleep. No matter how much good the food you have, if your doctor has said, just eat live on fruits or don't eat this and don't eat that, you are living on medicines, does not matter. No matter how much costly or palace kind of a house you may have, you may be living in that house as if a patient lives inside the hospital. So it does not matter. The cost of your house, the, anything, nothing matters. Nothing in the matter. Till the time you think that, no, only if I get this thing, I'll be happy. Only if I get that thing, then I'll be happy. Only if I find my love, I will be happy. Only if I find my loving partner, I'll be happy. Only if I could live with that loving partner, I would be happy. Someday this chase ends. Someday you realize it's the nonsense drama. But until that suffering has become so burning within. Until that suffering becomes so acute in nature. That no matter what you do. You cannot calm down that suffering. That's when you walk your spiritual journey. So this is the difference between. Spiritual people are tra- Now the effort of spiritual people is same too. They are also trying to remove these three dukkhas, But. They have the knowledge that these three dukkhas cannot be removed by achieving anything in the sansara. By achieving anything in this world, these three dukkhas cannot be removed. That's why they have taken that path. That's why they have become a yogi from a bhogi. All the people living in the sansara world, in the sansara in the world, living the life of materialism are called as bhogi. So from the bhogi, a person becomes a yogi because he realizes that these three dukkhas, these three sufferings cannot be removed by achieving anything in the world. He'll lose time and he'll be back to square one. So this is the difference between materialism and spiritual. The goal is same for both kind of people. For bogies and yogis, the goal is same. They both are trying to remove three dukkas. The difference is, yogi has realized that these cannot be removed by achieving anything in the world. That's the difference. And the one who is still a bogie hasn't realized it yet. In his mind, he still has some agenda, something to achieve that he thinks is going to make him happy. That he thinks... Will finally actually remove these three sufferings. So the bhogi is living on a mithya gyan. Mithya means opposite kind of a gyan, vipar, viprit kind of gyan, opposite wisdom. So bhogi is living with opposite kind of a wisdom that only by achieving this I will remove, I'll be able to remove my suffering. By achieving that I, I may be able to remove my suffering. By doing this, by doing that, I'll remove my suffering. So that kind of jnana a bhogi has. Opposite kind of wisdom is what keeps the bhogi running on the path of materialism. While in yogi, at least that much jnana has happened where he knows that by doing anything, everything, those three sufferings cannot be removed through materialism. So that's how a bhogi and yogi are different. But the goal is same. One, but the diff, major differences of the jnana, the buddhi, the wisdom. One has an opposite one, another one has the right one. Now he is on the path of truly removing his suffering. And not, whether he has anything after that or not, or whether he achieves anything in the world or not, these three dukkhas will not bother him ever again. He will not suffer these three. Or any Dukkha for that matter. Because no matter which Dukkha you say, it it can be divided into one of these three categories. Right? So I hope you understand the meaning of these three and you see which path you are walking and if there are still agendas in your head that, no, if I achieve this, I'll be happy. <laughs> Namaste. Jai Shiva.